0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. For Saturday, December 7th, 2019, what's going on? How are you? Take a quick sip here. That's that's really the type of show we're about to have. Wow, it has been quite a ride over here. Uh, If you listened to us last week you recall that um oh hang on i i'll be back in 30 seconds i got to get a cough drop just li- listen to this that wasn't scripted i promise um wow what a ride it's been uh if you listened to our show last week with brother of the podcast walter furness thanks again to walt for coming on and playing cribbage with us that was a lot of fun um but you you knew that i was not feeling well i came down with a sore throat on uh let's see, last Thursday was Thanksgiving, on the evening of Thanksgiving, I came down with a sore throat, and then um, sort of basically Friday and Saturday I had a pretty bad cold but nothing too out of the ordinary you know, stuff I could handle uh, and then kind of Sunday it started to clear up a little bit and Monday I I felt pretty good um I thought I was over it I thought it was just a little itty bitty Holiday cold No big problem there Uh, I wake up Tuesday morning And I have a super sore throat again Deja vu all over again Um, But this time I knew it was going to be trouble Because um, My tonsil had started to get bigger Now If you were listening to our show Back in 2018 Around this time you know that we had some serious tonsil issues literally a year ago to almost the exact day. It was Thanksgiving 2018 when I was right in the middle of all these issues. Um, Tuesday was pretty bad, but I kind of toughed it out. I was not feeling amazing, but fine enough. Um, And then... Wednesday rolls around and Wednesday is gonna be a long day for me because I have a, a full day of work and I let me interrupt the story real quick to apologize for my voice. Um I if I push it I can speak in a more normal tone down here and speak like this for a bunch, but it hurts so bad. <laughs> um because my tongue is really uh being interfered with with, um, my extremely enlarged tonsil. Um, So when I talk up here, it's uh, you might think, oh, Quinn, he's just, he's faking it a little bit. No, I mean, this is the way I can talk um, without causing me too much pain. I'll also say that I don't know how long I'm going to last uh, on this podcast simply because I really haven't talked um, in excess length um, other than, you know, short one, two word phrases or sentences um, since probably Tuesday. So uh, and we're recording on Saturday night. So it's been a hell of a past four or five days. Uh, and I'll take this pause in the action to mention that i um, Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Tom podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some holiday language. And number two, like son of a nutcracker. (laughs) That's one of my favorite ones. Um, you elfin son of a bitch. (laughs) That's a good if you if you want the full list of um what I mean when I say holiday language, go watch um, the Glengarry Glen Ross Christmas sketch on SNL, which is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And if you've never seen Glengarry Glen Ross, you have to watch it. It's got um, Kevin Spacey, Alec Baldwin, uh, Ed Harris, Al Pacino, um, someone else that I'm forgetting, I apologize. It's a great movie. Um, and I think a lot of people haven't seen it so go go check it out it's it's amazing um number two this podcast is just subjectively terrible don't worry about the music it's royalty free so if you occasionally get it in the background um just soak it up because it's some real nice angelic uh christmas themed music here's a quick little taste I don't know if, uh, Yezu Joy of Man's Desire, if that's what it's called, is really a Christmas song, but this happened to pop up on the, um, royalty free Christmas playlist that I have selected for tonight's episode. <laughs> I feel a little bit like an NPR show right now. Um, but let's, let's jump back into the story here. So, Wednesday is gonna be a long day for me, right? I have a full work day. And then um I am doing a I'm supposed to have a Christmas party from five to seven through work. And then I have a focus group downtown on snacks from eight to ten. So essentially I'm looking at being downtown <coughs> excuse me. Um from about eight forty five in the morning until ten PM at night. It takes me around an hour to get downtown, and then an hour to get home at night. Um, So all in all, we're looking at, you know, 16 hours of being away, which is pretty significant. Anyways, so I get to work in the morning, and my throat is pretty sore. And I can see my tonsil has gotten bigger. um, And I'm somewhat concerned at this point, but I'm not really sure what to do other than to just go forth uh, with my day because I had stuff that I was responsible for at work, including an all-staff meeting, um, which was just, you know, one of those meetings where y- you look at your watch and it's been an hour and 15 minutes and you're just wondering, what are we doing here? Why Why was I here? Um, regardless, I won't say anything more about that because I don't want to lose my job. Um, so, I'm sitting there in the meeting, which runs from 3 to 5, and the holiday party is scheduled to begin at 5 and go until 7 at this fancy rooftop bar or restaurant, something like that, in Chicago, close by downtown. And so, my plan was to go to that and have many, many drinks, and then go to my focus group, Buzz. And I was excited to do that because I'd never done that before, and I thought it would be an interesting experience. Um, But as I'm sitting there in the meeting, I'm just starting to think to myself, man, I'm really not feeling it. Um, I'm starting to get very tired. Um, My muscles are aching a little bit. And boy, are my ears red because I think someone turned up the heat in here. It feels a little warm. So by the time we get to 5 o'clock, I'm so tired Um, I feel just absolutely exhausted that all of a sudden I'm like, you know what, there's no way I can go to this Christmas party, drink, and make it through this focus group and get home when I have to work the next morning. Like It's just not, (laughs) the energy is not going to be there for me. So I go back to my office and uh, kind of plot out my next move because now all of a sudden... I have from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. with nothing to do and really I don't have that much work to do this week. Um and I had just spent a full work day in my office and I'm pretty good at budgeting out um you know things to do based on when I know I'm going to be in the office. So I didn't have anything left to do that day. Um and I didn't really want to just sit in my office and, you know, screw around online and stuff. Especially, and someone's gonna have to give us some tips. And if you have any tips, you can email us BeanTownPodcast at yahoo dot com. Again, this BeanTown P A N T A Podcast at yahoo dot com. Because now that Flash is not being supported um, by web browsers, uh, I you know you can't go to like AnCon or MiniClip or Addicting Games or uh, congregate or Armor Games or. Um, Nitro maybe I would have to check back out, back in on that, um, or Homestar Runner, to just play games. Um, right, you you physically can't do that anymore, which is a damn shame. Um, AKA besides Sporkle and Reddit, I need some uh, some some better time wasting sites. Maybe I will check in. Uh, there's got to be some good Reddit posts on that, but um so. So I decided, and and here's the dilemma I was facing. All I wanted to do was lie down and not just like rest, relax, but like physically lie my head down because, and it's hard to describe the sensation unless you're feeling it, but I was feeling like, oh, my God, if I don't physically go prostrate and lie my head down, I think I'm going to just die, um, which is extreme but it was about to get a lot worse. So um, so I go up to... There's a student lounge on the floor above my office, and I know there aren't any couches, but they do have um, big, comfy armchairs that have nice, uh, nicely-sized Ottomans. So I said, you know what? That's probably the closest thing I can get because I'm not aware of where there's a couch, and there has to be multiple, multiple couches in the law school. Um, he just wasn't feeling up to hunting around looking for one so i go up there and i lie down and all of a sudden i'm starting to get mega chills um in my arms which is kind of strange so i put on my coat and i throw my hood on um looking pretty fly you know because um, i'm just going to try to take a nap so and you can't shut the lights off uh in a Big, large student lounge where there are lots of students um i I don't even think i know how um so i'm just lying now in this armchair trying to get comfortable which is really difficult um and i'm just my head is starting to feel so warm mainly my ears and my cheeks and i i kept putting the the back of my um my palm to my forehead because you know thinking oh if I have a fever, I'll probably notice it by that test. Um, it didn't really feel like I had a fever. And so I was thinking, no, oh, I, I don't really know what's going on. But my upper body, for the most part, is getting mega chills. Um, and my head is just on fire. So I'm not really sure what to make of this. Um, so I tried to sleep a little bit. It was one of those situations where all of a sudden you kind of jolt yourself <laughs> up and you're not sure if you actually slept or what the deal was, how close you came, if you didn't. Um, But that happened for about two hours um, before I finally just said enough of this. And my head was so hot that I was just like, you know what, I got to go outside uh, and just walk around until my focus group starts Um, because I feel like I'm going mentally insane. It's so hot in here. So. It's about 7.30. I go walk around outside for a while and then eventually get to my focus group at about 7.45. Um, The minute I get back in the door, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it is very, very hot in here. And I think I'm about to die. And my tonsil has gotten the size of Neptune. Um, This is a problem. In all honesty, the smart move at that point would have certainly been to just Go home. But here's the thing, and this wasn't a super propitious focus group by focus group standards, but it was $125 to talk about snacks for two hours. And I was just like, you know what? I already stuck around downtown for 12 hours, and I know I feel like absolute garbage, but I'm not going to leave $125 on the table just because I can't tough it out. That's not the Quinn way. And so like the dumbass I am, they start this focus group, they lead us into this room, there's only four of us, which I was, that was the first thing I noticed that I was really um, just discouraged by. Oftentimes when you do these focus groups, there are seven, eight people, um, conference room, table set up, there are just four of us, and the reason that's bad is because it means you're going to talk more, and I was already not, trying to talk, uh, trying not to talk as, trying to talk as little as possible, let's just put it that way, and uh, so I knew, you know, we got two hours, only four of us, hell, that's going to be a lot of speaking time, which normally I don't care, Um, I think these things are interesting, but considering how bad my throat hurt, and how just like, i was starting to think like it might be time to go to the hospital because of just how much I felt like absolute death um, My head was so hot, my body was so cold, um I was so sweaty, <laughs> it was crazy um and it was and the nasal congestion hadn't stopped, and I was worried that I wasn't um drinking enough oh, and the other thing I had worked out during my lunch break per usual um but when i got back to my office i tried to eat my lunch and i could only have like 3 or 4 bites um before i was just i just looked down at my lunch and i was like i don't want this um so all i'd had to eat that day was an apple and then 3 or 4 bites of a salad so not a lot of fuel to go off of so we start the focus group it's on snacks and here's a kicker um and it's not the ultimate kicker cuz that's coming at the end um, of the focus group. The room itself was crazy hot. Immediately everyone else is like, Man, it feels really hot in here And the person leading the focus group was like, Yeah, it's crazy hot in here. We'll see if we can get uh someone to work on that. Spoiler alert, no one no one ever worked on it. That room must have been at least eighty four, eighty five degrees. Um and I you know, I had taken off all I could but I'm still wearing my my you know button-down shirt and, and um, you know, dress pants, uh, socks, dress shoes, belt, all that stuff because I had been at work that day when really it would have felt great to be in an a wife beater and running shorts, but oh well. Um, so I'm just sitting there sweating my balls off, going through water like crazy, having to get up every literally five minutes on average. The people in there must have thought I was nuts, uh, but my head was so red I looked like I was trying to squeeze one out for two straight hours on the toilet. Um, I I can imagine. I don't typically look at my face while I'm pooping, but I imagine that's what I looked like. Um, Oh, I just got this weird thing where someone was trying to call me. (laughs) Let's check it out. Let's see what's going on. I missed call. Who is that? There's something weird going on what on earth is happening Some my phone is malfunctioning <laughs> what's happening someone a friend is hang on we're gonna put you on pause and we're back um so the, <laughs> the girl i'm currently seeing <laughs> has uh her phone kind of took a hit yesterday not literally <laughs> nothing happened um physically to cause anything but it's now having some issues (laughs) and she was showing it to me last night it will do some really funky things um where it just starts opening apps on its own (laughs) it's become sentient it's crazy um and it'll move through things super fast um so i have six missed calls from her in the last like 30 seconds that's how fast this thing moves i don't know if she's just got a busted phone or if she somehow broke the space-time continuum but she should get that to the nobel prize offices because she might have discovered something really cool um getting back to the story here i'm trying to think where were we um while well, i was at the focus group going through water like crazy um but yeah I felt real bad so we were discussing snacks that's as specific as I can get I can't share with you the company who was sponsoring the focus group um, because of an NDA that I signed but um, I can I will share with you that we did some taste tests which was exciting um, uh, on paper because i've actually so i've been doing focus groups for a long time i did when i was in college and grad school um not when i was in baltimore because i couldn't get to any of the sites where they would hold them um but i've already since i moved back to chicago in the last six months and it's been six months um and about three days since i moved back which is exciting um i've probably done five or six already which is great a lot of extra money um this is the first time in my life that I've ever done a focus group that involves taste testing. So we tried a couple different products that this company was either rolling out or considering rolling out. I don't know which. Um, and, And normally this, again, this would be great because I'm all, I'm always down for, you know, snack foods and, eating a bunch, and you could see the rest of the people around me were just going crazy with these things. But me not feeling very confident in my stomach and also not having had an appetite at all that day, um, it was just not as jazz. So I felt like Gordon Ramsay, you know, just take, I had, you know, one bite, and that was it. That's all I could really handle, where normally I'd be scarfing it down. But um, here is the kicker to end all kickers. So I'm already really hot clearly have a fever going um the room is crazy hot and uh this last snack that they bring out is extra hot um was its flavor (laughs) so you know i had the smallest amount possible without them noticing um that i wasn't really tasting it because this i just had a small piece um And I felt I already felt like I was going to die. So I don't really know what level is beyond that. But um, it was just it took it up to an 11. I was about ready at that point with five minutes left in the focus group to just get out of there and say, no, I don't need my money and call an ambulance um, or an Uber at the very least to take me to the emergency room. Because I was just like, oh, my God. This is not going to end well. I don't know what's going to happen. I didn't, at that point, I didn't really feel like I was going to vomit or have diarrhea. I, I just, and I can't, I don't even know how to describe it. I just felt like it was all going to end. That's how, like, existentially dreadful it was. So I put on a happy face. Like the Joker. And after the folks group wraps up at 10 p.m., I go to the bathroom. I have to pee because of all the water I'd been drinking. I also just completely dunk my head in the sink. Um, the, the guys, when I got out, must have thought I was a raving lunatic with my hair all wet. Um, but I had, did what I had to do. Um, I get out, I get my $125, and I get down the elevators, and that's the end of the focus group story, right? Well, there's still one last piece, right? Because now I'm sitting there at Clark and Monroe at 10:15 p.m. on a Wednesday night, and I live up in Rogers Park. So you are thinking, well, Quinn, you still got to get home. You'd be right. And we're going to get to that half of the story and what happened after I got home, Um, because clearly I did eventually get home, keyword eventually. Um, We're going to read the ads real quick, and then I promise we're going to jump right back into the story. Uh, Home Pride organ. are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate hold on the home inspection market, and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541 410 0316 or visit homeprideorgan.com. Again, it's 541 410 0316 or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride inspection. Perfection. All right. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Samson Q2U series. It's got crisp, clean audio quality that you can trust from Romans to Galatians to Colossians to Ephesians Old Testament, New Testament Christian or Jewish. We don't uh, discriminate. Remember when God speaks He uses a Samson. I also want to uh, give a holiday shout out to Jack Link's Beef jerky uh, It's tasty, it's delicious, it fills you up It's a great source of protein um, It's a little expensive But we can work on that um, Jack Links, if you're out there We would love a corporate sponsorship And I know you would love us So, think about it I've been watching a lot of Better Call Saul And every time they, you know There's a lot of cartel action going on So someone says, think about it That really means do it or else I'm going to kill your family. Um, that's not what I mean, Jack Links, because frankly, it seems like a lot of work. But um, you think about it, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, shout out to Halls, a new friend of the podcast, um, because this cough trap I've been working on is really saving my butt. When I started the show, I could barely get it going. Um and this is helping me out immensely. Um let's see. We want to um say one more thing. We're gonna do cuts by Q, and then I have a special announcement, something that just popped up, and then we are going to um we are going to uh get back to the story. Uh cuts by Q. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, just a little different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago cook county and chicagoland area from beehives to bangs faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between call cuts by q at 815-298-7200 or email cuts by q at yahoo.com again that's cuts QETZ by q at yahoo.com this is gonna be rough Oh, when you need a fresh Do something snappy and new Just call the experts Head cuts by Q. All right um, I mentioned we have an announcement Something that came up So I've been kind of alluding to this On podcasts um, in the past But um, you may or may not realize That right now And I didn't realize this until five minutes ago uh, You're currently listening to the 100th weekly installment of queen david furnace presents the beantown podcast that's pretty cool isn't it that's pretty awesome 100 episodes plus we're we're at about seven beantown unplugged specials Um, countless guests countless repeat guests um, countless states i've never um, gone in and totaled the current number of states that we podcasted from but i would give it a rough estimate of of somewhere in the 15 to 20 range um and man it's been fun i feel like i've done a lot of sick podcasts this one last week um our bean town concert series with matthew feeler i was sick as a dog and a nasty cold for that one um We've had a lot of friends and family come on the podcast. We've had college roommates on the podcast. We've had brothers. We've had sisters. We've had parents. We've had grandparents. We've had an entire interview with my grandma, Sal. Um, we've had... Oh, man. What have... We've had great dating stories. We've talked about the parking girl. Um, we even have an entire Beantown podcast episode that has never been released. Uh, the hardcore fans know about this. Um, it comes from Memorial Day weekend of 2018, so that was when the podcast was only about four or five months old. Um there's a podcast we did with an ex, um, and it, it didn't turn out well, and then it ended up leading to us breaking up. Um, and that that episode never made it, Onto the sh- onto live air, um, it still lives on my computer. I've never listened to it before. I will one of these days. I promise. Um, and and we'll kind of go from there. I have a couple other projects in the works right now, so it's not really high priority. Um, but you know, we we look back on 100 episodes. It's been a great, fun ride. Um, thanks everyone who's supported. Um, I know year two has been a lot more challenging for me. Um, than year one was, um, and look for, you know, some some change-ups, some change-of-pace options for year three. It won't be exactly the same as what we've done in the past, Um, but I think it's best for the show, and we'll announce those um, as the time comes. Um, But yeah, it's exciting, 100 episodes, and here's to 100 more. Um, I think we can do it. So... um, don't uh don't expect a, a year two, four hour special like we did for year one. Man, that was that was a lot of work. And um that was also well no, that was post Mac surgery. Um my Mac is really slow, guys. <laughs> Even right now it's struggling um to make it. A four hour um iMovie, I just it's not gonna make it. Um but but we've got lots of exciting things coming up right we're gonna have some some family on the podcast we're actually gonna have friends of the podcast on next week um i anticipate ryan uh and english will be on um which we're really excited about they haven't been on in way too long um it's been far too long for those guys so hopefully we'll get him back on the show um, we've got two unplugged specials coming up. We've got our interview with mom talking about her time in prison, um, which I think is going to be emotional, but I think really good for some healing. And then we also have our audiobook of Scott Farrell's autobiography. Um, so a, a year is wrapping up, but there's so much to look forward to. And don't even forget, once February hits, we get into our. Pledge driver. Third annual pledge drive. Can you believe it? Third annual. That's so cool. (laughs) Guys, we're doing it. Um, Okay, but we should get back to the story because there's still so much to tell. Um, So to catch you up on on where we were, um, I had just gone out of the focus group, just finished trying the extra hot snacks, um, and I was just like... I knew at this point I had to get home. I had actually, and I'm not this type of person, because I'll never pay for an Uber all the way from downtown to my house. It's just absurd. But I actually pulled up the app just to check out the price, just to price it. Um, and I can't really tell you um, you know, what the price would have had to have been, how low it would have had to have been for me to consider it. Um, but whatever I saw, it wasn't low enough. So I said, okay, I'm going to do this. So I walk to the train. Of course, it feels good um, to get outside um, because it's so cold outside and that feels amazing on my head. Um, so I get down to the red line. Don't have to wait too long. It's like six or seven minutes for a train, which is not bad for that time of night. Um, and I get on, get a seat, no problem. And I'm thinking, okay, now I just got to. Every Everything's got to hold still i got some music playing quietly in my ears um, I feel really awful But I think I can do this I think that I can get home on this train It's going to be about 35 minutes on the train I can do it So we're riding through the subway And I'm just thinking We get to stop after stop And I'm just like I don't think I don't think I can do it And again, it wasn't necessarily the nausea or, like, I have to shit my pants. There was just, like, this overwhelming sense of, damn, is this how it ends for me, sitting on a red line train going north towards Howard? Well, the train emerges out of the subway as we get to Fullerton, and all of a sudden, my mouth... Uh, is starting to salivate ever so slightly, which for a lot of people might mean there are cinnamon rolls on the way. For me, it means, oh, crap, Quinn's going to spew before too long. So we get to Belmont, and I'm thinking, well, maybe because it hasn't really intensified at all, and I still don't really feel nauseous. So I'm thinking, well, maybe I can... Maybe I can, you know, it's only going to be another 12, 13, 14 minutes. Maybe I can do this. The train pulls out of Belmont, and all of a sudden, the first wave of nausea hits, and I can sense it right away, and my mouth starts to salivate big time, and I'm like, nope, not going to make it, and um, we wrote about this in a Beantown blog post today, Um, but uh, I mentioned in the in the article that my body does a really good job of informing me, me when I'm about to vomit. Um, this was uh, no uh, this was not an exception to that rule. So as we're pulling into Addison, I'm just hating myself because I'm like all I want, all all I need to do is get home. I can sleep. I can rest. Whatever, and get into my bed. I had actually already emailed my office saying there was no chance in hell um, i was going to be able to come in the following day which was fine i wasn't missing too much so i was like i just got to get to my bed then i can rest for as long as i want (sighs) instead i'm about to hop off onto the addison platform where there's going to be other people and i'm going to puke so i better find a trash can so i grab my stuff walk off onto the Addison platform. There's a trash can not too far. Thankfully it didn't have a cover on it or else I was just going to have to rip the cover off. And just like clockwork, like everyone was on this exact same page, I walk over and just boom, right into the trash can. It was actually very graceful as far as vomits go. Um, A couple heaves and we were good. Um, wipe my mouth my coat sleeve and I sit down and the next train is you know another 10 minutes away and so I wait for that I should also mention I couldn't really check my phone or anything at this point because even just like looking at a screen and having things moving was just absolutely brutal Um, I had a pretty bad headache by this point Um, and I couldn't read that was making me really nauseous so I'm just sitting there At, you know, 10.45 at night, just staring off into the darkness. At the Addison Red Line stop, having just vomited, um, there really wasn't much in my stomach. It was mostly water um, and then some apples and some salad. Um, Eventually, the train comes back. I hop back on. It feels like it takes, so I live half a mile from the train stop. Um, it feels like it takes me 20 minutes to walk that half mile. And I think that's exaggerated, but I think it might have been 14 or 15 minutes. And my normal walk is about eight minutes. Um, Man, it was just every step felt like it was like I was on mile 22 of a marathon or something, or it's just like, oh, my God, just one foot in front of the other. Um, And I'd been sitting on my butt all day. I finally get into bed. I finally get in my apartment, throw everything down, strip off clothes on the floor and just get right into bed. Um, I should mention that the night before when to Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, I had, it was strange. Um, I had trouble sleeping, but not really in a negative way. I just kept waking up. Um, but I would go to go back to bed and kind of have that peaceful feeling that comes from you know emerging into um, a, a sub our, our unconsciousness um, but then I kept waking up but it was like oh it's gonna be six forty five now time to wake up but it would be like four o'clock then four fifteen and four thirty um, and I really didn't mind it because I kept getting to go back to sleep it was I don't know it's kind of a strange thing anyways the same experience was true the following night. Except this time I had about a hundred and three degree fever. Um, I, after about an hour, I realized as I kind of switched positions in bed, it was about midnight at this point, maybe 1am that I was just completely lying in a puddle. Of sweat. Like my, my bed sheets were soaked through all the way down to the floor. And my bed is about a foot off the floor. So that's pretty impressive. Um, so I get up, I go into the bathroom and grab a towel and as I'm grabbing the towel I feel the nausea come back over me and at this point I'm just thinking like, "You got I, what kind of cruel joke is this? I mean, I don't even have anything left to vomit out. So I grab the bucket from the pantry and uh, hop back in bed I put a towel under me and I can't even close my eyes before I have to sit back up and vomit again. That was fun. And um, eventually, after a lot of tossing and turning, I was able to do some sleeping here and there. Um, and, uh, th- I mean, we're we're pretty much getting towards the end of the story here. Uh, but bear in mind, that was just me waking up Thursday Um and it's now Saturday night, and the fee basically what's happened in the last forty eight to seventy two hours um I saw a doctor thursday midday, took some tests, everything came back negative um Doc just said, "Let me get some water here." Doc just said that um." All I can really do is just rest, um, unless I want to go to a specialist and get some crazy tests done. Um, but that's the type of thing where I'm probably gonna have to wait many, many days to get in. Um, so I haven't made that call yet, which is, I probably should have just called them right away. And if I needed to cancel the appointment, I could have cause it probably would have been early this upcoming week. Oh, well it hasn't happened. Um, so I went home and um you know no uh, no significant progress or anything just a you know eighty dollar doctor's bill uh, <coughs> so really, the last two and a half days, I've just been taking ibuprofen and tylenol um uh, every four hours um alternating between those two um sleeping a ton. Watching a lot of t v and uh, the fever I'm happy to say, probably by yesterday at midday um pretty much broke for good <coughs> and um the oh I, one thing I didn't mention in the body aches um I never felt body aches like that before I was walking around on um on Thursday to the doctor and back is about a little over a mile away um almost impossible to walk my hips were so sore um that i i was just like oh how is this possible what did i do to deserve this um really rough uh the chills are now gone i haven't felt the chills in about a day which is good I did finally eat something. and oh, That's one other thing I, I had mentioned. So I didn't eat anything after Wednesday at midday. I did not eat the rest. Oh, I also didn't eat any dinner on Tuesday night because I really just wasn't having an appetite. So from Tuesday night, I had a little bit on, you know, I had an apple and three bites of salad on Wednesday. But I ended up puking that all up later that day. Um, Thursday, I did not eat anything. And Friday. Um, I didn't eat anything until very late. Um my 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 lady, like the champ in making that she is, um, brought us over some soup and I had that at about seven PM, which was very kind, very generous of her. Um, but it it had been a while. I finally ate um like a normal person today. I went to my normal diner, um, and had my normal breakfast order, which was Really, I was really happy about that. And then I had some rotisserie chicken, um, for dinner, which was good. Nice to get some protein back in me first time since, like, Tuesday at lunch that I'd had any significant protein. Um, otherwise, the big issue is my tonsil is still, um, large and in charge. Uh, it's pretty easy to see back in there You get your iPhone flashlight going, um, a hot combination of white pus and red swollenness. There's got to be a good band name in there somewhere. Um, you don't really know what to do about it. Um, we did a call to action for the fans. Maybe swap some bleach on there. Uh, it could be fun. We'll see. Uh, it's worth a shot, I think. Um, but I'll keep you updated on that. Anyways, And and that brings us up to... Th- the present saturday night um here i am so uh i still have some nasal congestion believe it or not this is like day 10 of that uh, it's just ridiculous um otherwise pretty much the big problem is my tonsil uh still hurts pretty bad to swallow my voice is not back to normal um my energy levels definitely picked up a little bit today um but i really haven't done anything Um, since Tuesday night is the last time I really did went out and did anything. Um, So we're holding down the fort up here two weekends in a row, lying sick as a dog on the couch, just a heck of a start to the holiday season. So we're doing our best. Um, But that's the story of Quinn's tonsillitis, second year in a row. And thanks for listening, um, because... I'm glad I could make my Odyssey or Odyssey. Um this is our 100th episode and that's exciting. So if you're listening if you're around the fire with family or if you're at your office on a Monday morning thinking, "Wow, does it ever get better?" I don't know the answer to that, but what I can tell you is, hey, when I started this podcast, I never thought we'd get to 100 episodes plus seven specials, uh, but here we are. So raise your glass, get some champagne, some brandy, some malort, whatever your drink of choice is, um, and have one on us. I I would drink with you, but there's no way it's good for my tonsils. I had a couple blue moons on Tuesday night and have not had anything since then, um, which is probably good preparation because dry January starts in uh, three and a half weeks for me. So that's an annual tradition we do, um, where we do not (coughs) drink during the month of January. So that's about all I got for you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm going to give my voice a rest because this has been uh, somewhat of a Herculean feat um, for me. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone is, uh, whether you got finals if you're in college or or if you're in fantasy football playoffs if you're into that sort of thing um or if you're a big i don't know premier league fan and things are heating up there i i don't know do they play in the winter doesn't it get cold in england how does that work We'll get a soccer expert on to help us answer those questions. Tune in next week. We'll come in, be coming to you live from behind the Cheddar Curtain near Madison, Wisconsin. First time we've ever podcasted um, from there. That should be exciting. So look for some fun uh, stuff and some tomfoolery all at the same time. Okay, that's what we got for you. Thanks to our music once again. <laughs> There's a great Jane Lynch Christmas album. She covers this song along with Kate Flannery from The Office. You're going to want to listen to it. I know I'm going to go listen to it. Uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, we still got a couple more episodes. We'll get there. (laughs) God, I sound like a smoker. All right. (coughs) Damn. We'll talk to you later.